Over the last few weeks, the world has grinded to a halt, but time keeps passing by. For seniors in college, our last months appear to be disappearing, but some of us are still near campus, confined in our homes and cut off from our friends, our professors, our coworkers, even our families. We know we're leaving soon toward an unknown future, but we're missing the celebration, the community, the goodbyes. How do we live in this moment when we can't see some of the people we'll miss the most once we're gone? I wake up every morning, and I'm fortunate enough to have my roommates greet me with smiles and laughter. But I want to know, how is the rest of my college community feeling? What's becoming of all the young, motivated people I was surrounded by? And what are they doing next? My name is Bryce Makala, and I created this podcast so the seniors at Gonzaga have a chance to say goodbye, to laugh together, and to share their feelings about graduating, the future, and the last four years. Because if we can't be together physically, at least we can still tell our stories. episode of Inside Voices, I interview Maddie, Oakley, Christy, Tessa, Chloe, and Cassie. They share their thoughts on quarantine, what makes them hopeful, their daily routine, and much more. This house has a special place in my heart. I've been friends with most of them since our first year, and now our houses share a conjoined backyard. Before quarantine, they spent spike ball with them on their side of the grass, Thursday night pregames before Zola, and Miss You Zola, and chair beers at Schweitzer. And it's been hard staying connected with them during this quarantine, even though they're right next door. Uh, but I hope we do follow through with our plans to make a tin can telephone between our houses. These Zags have made a tremendous impact on Gonzaga's community with their four years. So please open up your ears and your hearts for my good friends next door. Hey. Hi. Um, thank you all so much for sharing what you have to say and joining us on the first episode of Inside Voices. Um, wow, the first what? episode. The first episode. The first I really miss episode. hanging out with all of you in person. Um, and I know that Gonzaga misses you too, but I'm excited to hear what you have to say. We miss your face. Oh, and everyone sure. faces. Thanks yeah. for having us on. Heck yeah. So let's get started. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Bryce. Could you give a little introduction of yourself? Yeah, um, so my name's Maddie. I'm from Denver, Colorado, and my major is sociology, and I have minors in solidarity and social justice and psychology. That's freaking awesome. Um, what has been the difference between what you thought a day in quarantine would look like versus what it actually looks like? Yeah, so I'm going to preface this with a little bit of background information on Heck yeah. Sir. Um, I think that there's an image that Gonzaga has around productivity and what it means to be a productive person. And I think that when we were all quarantined, a lot of the fear that a lot of us held was, what are we going to do with our days? How are we going to feel like we're accomplishing something or that we're a part of something? Because Gonzaga is really good at making us feel like we're 
a part of a community and it's weird because now obviously we're limited to interaction with a few people and Gonzaga isn't really a thing at this moment Mm -hmm. um and so I kind of expected to be like I'd wake up at 8 30 every morning and then I'd get really good at running and I'd be like ready to run a half marathon and then (laughs) six pack and then I'd go on a walk with a friend and we'd sit for hours and talk about our lives and then I'd read an entire book and then I'd finish a puzzle and then I'd learn like six TikTok dances. Oh and my goodness. A whole movie trilogy. And then I'd go to bed at like 10 PM and do all of that in that small period of time. And I think that's kind of like, without saying that explicitly, that's how I felt. But then I think actually in reality, I've been waking up at like nine and we have, we have been active, which has been great, but I definitely am not going to run a half marathon and I definitely don't have a six pack. Um, but I also think that this just kind of made me rethink think what being productive is and how like working on our friendships and working on ourselves, even if it doesn't mean we're actually accomplishing something is still productive and still just as cool and beautiful as it. And like, I don't know. So I think that a lot of times this productivity that we're seeing, like you have to do this puzzle or you have to have a beer tournament with all of your friends or whatever, a beer tournament, a beer, I don't know, whatever kind of tournament of drinking games, you basically, yeah. you just have to, like, then you post about it, and it's like, this is what we're doing with our quarantine, or we're not just sitting around being lazy, but in reality, it's not like you're doing anything differently, or it might not make you feel different, or it might not make you feel any closer to the people you're around, um, so my days are a lot, look a lot more like I wake up at that time and then I work out and then I like lay around for a while. Usually I'll fall asleep on the couch. I'll make something that is kind of okay. And then I'll hang out with my roommates and we'll watch Tiger King. And that's fine. <laughs> I not be as, feel as productive or as accomplishing, but it's just as important, if not more important. I love that. Thank you. I love that. That's something I've also experienced with my housemates. Like, Yesterday we made bagels and me just eating one bagel knocked me out and then we napped for like an hour. And, awesome. and like, I don't remember, I was so happy in that moment. And it's just like being able to have this time with housemates, you can just do nothing and still feel accomplished because. It's time to like take what we need. If we want a nap, we can actually take a nap. And yeah. And guilty about it. And that's fine. You don't have to use that hour doing something productive. Yeah, totally. Hey, still productive. Thanks for sharing, Mad Dog. Yeah, thanks for listening, Bryce Dog. And up next, we got Oakley. Hello. Hi, Oaks. Where are you from? Oh, right. Sorry. I'm Oakley. (laughs) I'm from Littleton, Colorado, which is just outside of Denver. My major is environmental studies, and then I have minors in sustainable business and public relations. Heck yeah. Oakley? What has made you the most happy recently? Um, There are many things that have made me happy, which is really great during this unknown time. But I think that's something that has made me really kind of inspirational and has been uplifting and made me happy in the past few days in particular is knowing that there are people out there that are like putting their lives and their jobs on the line to help with this huge pandemic that's like going around the world. And the other day I went to a coffee shop in Spokane and just like popped in, grabbed a coffee, came out and they're doing like this huge discount for people that are working in hospitals and like that are actually 
trying to make a difference and like help people that are really struggling right now which was something that like I'd kind of heard about but hadn't seen in action and so that's something that really made me feel motivated to like continue my quarantine and to like be happy in this moment because it's really unknown and scary um but I think the main thing throughout the past few weeks that have that's made me like happy and excited for the future honestly is having this like present mindset and this intentionality with myself and people that I'm hanging out with just basically just my housemates um but it's given me like the ability to practice mindfulness and to really understand the fact that like I'm a senior and I'm graduating and I have genuinely no idea what I'm going to do but now I have time to like sit and think about that and think about like what do I really want to do when I leave like who do I want to stay in touch with Mm -hmm. who is going to like make a big difference in my life and how am I going to create that relationship in this time where I can't necessarily see everyone and so I think in particular like it's given me a present mindset and an intentionality and like it's given me the ability to like go on bike rides with people that I wouldn't necessarily do that with all the time or like going to dinner and like spending money at a bar I can just like sit outside and read with someone and just like being near a person whether it's right next to each other or six feet apart like it doesn't matter like you are just able to enjoy their presence and like be able to have those really really deep conversations about like this crazy thing that is happening in our world and like it's so scary when you think about it like no one knows what's happening right now like what that's crazy (laughs) but you're still able to like see those people and have really 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 important conversations instead of just like how was your day? How was school? How was him? It's given me a whole new mindset on like what I want my relationships to be and who I want to be and what I want to do after school. And that's really, 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 really cool and exciting. <laughs> and it makes me happy. That is really cool. Heck yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you. Thanks, Oakley. Yeah. Um, on, the, on the first thing you said, I saw some Facebook posts and it was like, can we all agree that for the next five years, uh like doctors and nurses we buy them drinks if we see them in a bar and uh, yeah and like not just doctors and nurses but anybody who is putting their health on the line during this pandemic it's just like we owe them a lot we really do it's really really motivational and inspirational and my hat's off to them heck yeah (laughs) heck yeah next up we got christy Hi, hi christy can you introduce yourself Yes, um, I'm from Gate Harbor, Washington, and my major is mechanical engineering. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> that's okay. I hear, I hear mechanical engineering is kind of tough. Um, what are five things you are grateful for? Um, one thing that I'm grateful for is the sun. Currently not that sunny right now, but it has made me appreciate even like the sunset bike rides I've been able to go on or the moving our bodies outside or just having quality time even with because we're not letting anyone into our house right now so we get to spend time with people when it is sunny outside mm-hmm. and then two I would say technology usually I don't view that as something I'm grateful for at all times but right now it's letting us stay connected with people we can't um and especially family three would be no schedule usually I love being busy but it's allowed me to have quality time with friends and family, whether that's on Zoom or just in the house or in the backyard. 
Um, and that's also led me to finding out what makes me happy and what grounds me. And it's allowed me to find enjoyment in the little things, even like playing Frisbee or doing burpees out in the backyard. Like <laughs> <that> now. <laughs> um, and then going fast, but fifth one would be kindness from unexpected places. Like Oakley was saying how doctors and nurses have done so much or even like high schools letting homeless people sleep in their gyms or just like the smallest act of kindness. I heard the story of um, a lady that looked stressed out at the store and the people working there gave her a bouquet of flowers for free just because they are wanting to spread kindness in these crazy times. So I love that. I would say those are my five things. Thank you, Christy. Um, yeah, I think a global pandemic is kind of opening up humanity that we've like never witnessed before in our lives, you know? Yeah, it shows how much we can come together. In these yeah, rooms. totally. Thanks, Christy. And Tessa, can you introduce yourself? Mm -hmm. I'm Tessa. I'm also from Littleton, Colorado, the most beautiful place in the world. Yep. <laughs> Um, and I am studying sociology with a minor in psychology. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, Tessa, what do you want to tell all the underclassmen, our fellow Zags, who still have some time left at Gonzaga? Um, I have a few things to tell them. Okay. Number one, they are incredibly lucky to still have time here at this wonderful place. And that Gonzaga really does miss them. And this campus feels really odd without a lot of familiar, but also those unfamiliar faces that I think we all have just really appreciated throughout the time that we've been at Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. um, another thing I really want to stress is that, like all of us kind of touched on, is that our lives are just so fast paced. And I think especially at Gonzaga, there's this idea that we should be involved in every single thing we could possibly be involved with and that we really have to stretch ourselves thin, which yes, there's so many things you can get involved with at Gonzaga and they're all so awesome. But also there are so many other beautiful things about Gonzaga and sometimes you can't really appreciate that when you're like committing to so many things. Mm -hmm. And so I think just like when people come back realizing that they should be a little bit more intentional with kind of what they put themselves in and they should absolutely take advantage of a lot of the opportunities that we have here, but also like they should give themselves the benefit of the doubt and it's okay to not be involved in every single thing. Also, um, I hope that when underclassmen come back that they appreciate every class that they are in and every club, whether or not that's a lot or a little that meeting that they have, every chance you have to be with your roommates, every conversation they have with a professor or a cog worker, just not knowing when it really might be your last. So just trying to take advantage of all of those small moments and just appreciate all those small moments, I think is huge. Mm -hmm. And I would also just love to tell them that this place is truly wonderful and that we have a community here that appreciates and cares about every single one of you. And I hope that when you do come back, you continue to appreciate it and work to improve it after this is all over. And also just realizing how many marginalized groups are being touched at this time and how much we can improve the Spokane community and that it's really in all of our hands to do so. But this place freaking rocks and the people around it rock. <laughs> Woo! Just happy to be here.
Yeah, me too. Thank you, Tessa. You're welcome. Um, I'm definitely going to miss a lot of the underclassmen that I didn't get to say goodbye to because, you know, we're seniors and we're gone. But I know that they're going to change Gonzaga for the better and change the world. So, yeah, it's all good. Um, Chloe, hello. Hello. Where are you from? Um, I am from San Jose, California, and I am a biochemistry major. Nice. Biochem. Um, Chloe, uh, throughout this quarantine portion of our lives, how have you been passing time? Uh, great question, Bryce. Thanks for asking. Um, there's two things I want to mention here. Um, the first thing is related to um, ways that I've been able to get involved in the Spokane community a little more intentionally. Um, I was one of those students at Gonzaga who was involved in basically everything I could be while also balancing academics. Um, and so having this pandemic and not being able to be involved in the programs that I'm usually involved in um, kind of left me in a weird space. Um, but pretty awesome that parts of the Gonzaga community that I've loved so much, such as like the professors, the connections I make, um, seeing other students' passions for the Spokane community and what lies within it um, has kind of trickled into my reality within this isolation and pandemic. Um, so I've been volunteering with the Spokane Alliance and a couple um, other organizers within Spokane and working collaboratively with about three other leaders. Um, I have, or we have gathered almost 200 volunteers to be a part of a um, COVID initiative where we get to, all the volunteers get to contact a patient that's positive for the coronavirus and not only supply them resources that they need, whether it be medical or non-medical, but also just be like a cool neighbor and a cool community member that's here for them in this really hard time. Um, so it's been cool to see like professors reach out to me and know that I'm doing this and be really proud of me or have fellow students reach out and say that they really wanna get involved. So kind of like Tessa was saying, if you're an underclassman, like see what you can do within Gonzaga and outside of the community. Um, there's so many opportunities um, to like see the people who make up Spokane and ask them why they love Spokane so much. And I don't know, take all the passion you have, whether it be an in involvement or health equity, or I don't know, just meeting new people to kind of like engage more in the Spokane community. Um, because we're really needed and we're really valued, um, not just within Gonzaga, but outside of it. So that's been really cool. Go health equity. <laughs> um, the second thing that I've been doing is um, reading and writing a lot of poetry. Um, I've always felt really uncomfortable, honestly, within the humanities, um, because so much of my time has lied within biochemistry. Um, but I'm in this class, advanced poetry writing. If you haven't taken it, take it. <laughs> if you still can, everybody. Yes. Um, but it's been cool to just see, like, be in my isolation with others through their writing or be lonely with someone else in their writing or be hopeful. Um, and so there's actually a poem that I'd like to share. Yes, please. I was going to ask you. <laughs> Perfect. Great minds think alike. Um, okay. There's probably, there's too many poems written to read them all in a lifetime. So this is just one. Um, but this poem, I stumbled upon it and being in this isolation, um, especially the weather has been pretty gray and cloudy. Um, it's harder to be outside, it's harder to be hopeful, but this poem I chose because it's a nature poem that's meant more to me now than it's ever meant before. Um, and it brought me a lot of hope of um, just something to look forward to. So I hope that does the same for you, audience. 
Okay, this is called A Moment's Interlude by Richard Aldington. One night I wandered alone from my comrade's hut. The grasshoppers chirped softly in the warm, misty evening. Brackened fronds beckoned from the darkness with exquisite, frail green fingers. The tree gods muttered affectionately about me, and from the distance came the grumble of a kindly train. I was so happy to be alone, so full of love for the great speechless earth, that I could have laid my cheek in the wet grasses and caressed, my, and caressed with my lips the hard, sinewy body of earth, the, cheri the cherishing mistress of bitter lovers. So I'll just leave you with that. But the line that stuck up out to me the most was I was so happy to be alone because I think um, if that's not a relatable feeling right now, we can strive to make it more relatable within our lives. Wow. <laughs> that was a great poem. Um, thank you for sharing, Chloe. And yeah. I, I also wanted to thank you for putting so much time into Spoken Alliance. I know that you got me set up with a volunteering opportunity and I mean, you're amazing. Good work. Shout out to you for volunteering. Heck yeah. Um, and last but certainly not least, my wonderful friend Cassie. Hello. Hi, Bryce. My name's Cassie. Um, I'm <laughs> from Fort Collins, Colorado, and I'm a business major with a Spanish minor. Nice. Um, Cassie, how do you want the world to change after this pandemic is over? Thanks for asking, Bryce. Um, it's something I've been thinking a lot about recently. And I think that it's given me a glimmer of hope and like kind of a light at the end of the tunnel. I think the first thing is a greater sense of appreciation. I believe that this event has the potential to leave a positive impact on us. My wish is that it leaves each of us with a newfound appreciation for everything for the people in our lives, for the natural world, for service workers, soccer games, dance parties, and holding hands. Just like all the little things that we took for granted, I really hope that it actually sticks with us and continues to be something that we find appreciation in. The second thing is unity. Um, I think that major world events can have the power to unite us or divide us. And I hope that we take this chance to unite across borders through our common experience. I would love if we could look back and remember the time when the world took a pause and we learned how to love and help one another. My hope is that we focus more on like how China donated all of their ventilators, or not all of them, but a lot of them, um, after they were kind of recovering and not focus on some of the stigmatization towards certain people that like, I don't, I hope that people don't look back and blame people, but rather see all of the positive things and all the ways that humans have chose to help one another. And then I think as seniors at Gonzaga, I hope that this changes us um, in the fact that we can embrace the reminder of what's most important. I think that we are all focused on our jobs and finding a way in this world, but I think this has been a good time to reflect and realize that as we move on into our adult lives, that jobs and money and titles can be stripped away at any point, but that our communities and our loved ones cannot. So I hope that we focus on that and just continue to remember that. Wow. I feel like I could take like 20 different quotes from what you just <laughs> said. That was awesome. Um, I agree with all that, Cassie, and thank you for sharing. Thank you, Bryce.
Um, and that concludes our conversation. First one done. First one. Um, thank you all again so much for taking your time to think about these questions and give responses that I think the world needs to hear. Um, go Zags. Go Zags. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Heck yeah. And all seniors, we love you. We miss you. Yeah, we do. All everyone. <laughs> all everyone. All everyone. And cut. Well, Zags, I hope you enjoyed the first episode of Inside Voices, and thanks for listening. In regards to productivity in school, I know I'm hitting a wall, and it's getting a little harder. I'm going a little crazy, but we got each other, and I love talking to these peeps. Thanks again, Mads, Cass, Oaks, Tess, Chloe, and Christy for saying some beautiful stuff. If you have suggestions for this podcast, questions you want asked, or if you want to be interviewed, don't be afraid to DM me at Bryce Makala on Instagram. On next week's episode, we got some silly boys, Luke, Liam, Peter, and Malcolm. Thanks to everyone for putting in effort to fight this global issue affecting all of our communities, especially those on the front lines, in the hospitals, and those providing necessary services. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay smiling. I miss you lots, Zags. <laughs>